Welcome to Recently Logged, where Lin-Manuel Miranda is once again the worst singer in his own project. Classic move. <laughs> I mean, it, it is for him. Wow. Well, hello everyone. Hi. Here we are. Um, <laughs> Here we are now. We sound a little low energy. Entertain us. <laughs> Just a little low energy. Yeah, it smells like teen spirit in the studio today. Does it? Apparently. I don't know about that. <laughs> it smells like teen tiredness. Apparently. A teen lack of sleep. Which is a trademark of uh, the teenage years. Exactly. So we're really, <laughs> really hitting it up. Wow. <laughs> well... Uh, welcome to Recently Logged, as we already said. Uh, yeah, I literally just said that. Today, we're talking about, we're talking about a movie. Yeah, we are. Um, and it's a very special movie. I, I like to think so. It's a movie called, uh, In the Heights. Based off of the Broadway musical by the same name. The, the hit Broadway smash. The hit Broadway smash. <laughs> Pretty sure it won a Tony Award or something. Did it? I, I think it won a couple I don't, of Tony I don't, Awards. I don't keep up with the Tony. I found out yesterday that um, the Book of Mormon won a Tony. Doesn't I don't surprise remember, me. I don't remember what for. But yeah, um, this musical was Lin Manuel Miranda's first um, like Broadway musical. Yeah, I was about to say not his first. And, Broadway, uh, yes, his first Broadway musical. It blew up, and the funding from this went to go fund Hamilton. <laughs> wow! Wow! It's like uh, it's like a classic um, Whiplash La La Land situation. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a Whiplash. You do La La the project La. that you're not as enthusiastic about to fund the project that you really want to do. He said he wasn't enthusiastic. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, it's not that he not that he wasn't enthusiastic about In the Heights. That like you, you do a project, you get successful, so you can go do another project. Yeah. <laughs> But to say this one seems more personal than Hamilton. Well, that's true. But then again, Lynn's a huge uh, history buff. That's so true. maybe who knows, Micah? Who knows which is more personal? Anyway, uh, are you friends with him? Maybe. I, it maybe I am. I'm a little hurt that you wouldn't have introduced me. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the basic facts of the movie. The movie in the Heights. The movie in the Heights. All right, so so in the Heights, uh, it's a it's, it's that it's twenty twenty one movie. Wow, <laughs> uh, it's rated PG thirteen. It's two hours and twenty three minutes. It's little IMDb description. It's a film version of the Broadway musical in which Usnavi, a sympathetic New York bodega owner, saves every penny every day. Wait, yeah, every penny every day as he imagines and sings about a better life. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, yeah, essentially. I mean, that's, that's a very basic description. Yeah, that's like the premise. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's cast. You got Anthony Ramos, uh, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grace, Melissa Barrera, I think is how you say her name. Probably. Uh, Olga Meredith? I don't know how you'd say her last name. Meredith? I don't know. Something like uh, that. Jimmy Smiths and Gregory Diaz. I think that's four in Roman. Yes, so it the, is four. the fourth. <laughs> this is this is it's like you should have just said "Welcome to Recently Logged," where it's just a couple of white guys trying to pronounce the names the entire time. Right. We need culture. We, yeah, I was about to say this happens every episode. Uh, it's directed by John Cho. Uh, 
scripts, writers. You, you got Lynn Manuel for it. Wow, who would have thought? <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to start with this guy's name. Oh, this girl's name. Wow, bold of you to assume, Mike. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have all I have all of this stuff down in the description. If you guys just want to read it real quick, yeah. I don't even know why we still do this because <laughs> because I enjoy this segment. I think wow. it's a good intro. I just am terrible at pronouncing names, which <laughs> which is interesting. Which you didn't even mention that the guy who directed this did uh, Crazy Rich yeah, Asians. Was? Like that's was... his that's his big yeah other but, film. But did you know that he started his career by directing Justin Bieber stuff? <laughs> I I did not know that. I, I don't think I needed to know that. <laughs> yeah, he directed um, uh, like a bunch he directed of Justin Bieber, believe uh, Justin Bieber. I think it's like Beauty and Beaver. <laughs> never say never. Oh my gosh, he was he was a he was a music guy like Scorsese. <laughs> he directed and now you see me too. Oh no, and, really? Uh, G.I. Joe. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. <laughs> But uh, well, he directed in that. Well, he also directed this, so okay, it's all fine, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> here, here we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess let's get into our our uh, opening thoughts about the movie. What we what we thought of the film uh, in the Heights. The basic thoughts. Opening thoughts. Basic. So, uh, Robbie, after a very long break. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we just had a, a a pretty sizable break in between segments, but uh, after a very I long, I mean, it was like twenty minutes or something. Uh, <laughs> what, are, what, are, what are your basic thoughts on In the Heights? In the Heights, um, I think to preface this, I should say I've never seen the Broadway show. I've only listened to the soundtrack once or twice, which I do like. Um, it's I, I don't like it quite as much as Hamilton, uh, but I feel like that's pretty common. Uh, but I think I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not exactly a theater kid. Wow. I just know a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed the movie. It's, it's definitely been one of my favorites of the year. I'm a sucker for a good musical, obviously. Um, for anyone who knows my taste in movies. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, there, his favorite movie is There Will Be Blood. You can't get more yeah, musical can't get, than that. Yeah, you can't get more musical than that, obviously. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. Uh, really where it shines mostly is in its musical numbers. I feel like most people would agree on that. Um, like, the direction and choreography are all really great. They mesh really well in uh, all of the musical numbers in this. Um, but... A lot of the problems I have with it come down to its story pacing, which I have a problem with, um, well, like I said, I haven't seen the show, but the soundtrack I always thought had a bit of a odd bit of pacing to it, but obviously I'm missing a lot of dialogue scenes and stuff um, in that, but I don't know, the movie just has an odd sort of energy to it when it's not singing, <laughs> um, and I'm not a super huge fan of that. And uh, none of the emotional beats really hit me Dang. that hard. I mean, obviously the ending was sweet and all, but wow, just I don't know. Spoilers for the nights. Not even when Abuela dies. <laughs> I mean, like, it's sure, but like I wasn't. It it didn't destroy me, my guns. 
Oh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. None of them really hit like that hard. Like obviously, I cared, but not as deeply as I could have. Like Hamilton almost gets me crying every time I listen to it. This never really has. But I mean, I. I mean, it's not a necessary comparison. It's just <laughs> I don't think the emotional beats hit as well as they could um, in the movie. Um, and I think that's partially due to some of the performances I'm not a huge fan of, but yeah. uh, some of that is also due to, like I said, some of the dialogue scenes, actual direction and editing is kind of odd, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, my that's what I generally think about In the Heights. I like it. Um, I gave it a... Th- three and a half very like i gave it a four when i first watched it three and a half on a second watch i could probably go back and forward all day on what (laughs) i want to rate it um but yeah no i i liked it one of my favorites of the year so yeah for for me um like i've always been a huge in the heights fan Uh, probably honestly more so than hamilton really Um, like i just like hamilton yeah probably is better written overall like probably definitely better written. <laughs> I was about to say definitely. Even better. even just from a soundtrack standpoint for the musicals, um, but like I've always just really really liked the sound and the story that In the Heights has. I suppose. Um, so You're I was really definitely a bigger fan of it than I was ever. <laughs> so I was really excited to get like a like a movie adaptation and everything because I think it is one of the more like like way 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 more so than Hamilton, a musical that that pretty well fits the movie like medium maybe. yeah no a hamilton movie like this would have been so weird yeah <laughs> but so like weird. in the heights actually pretty darn well yeah. fits a movie medium um they That's do a stage medium better <laughs> they do rearrange and change some things yes, from the musical but honestly i don't really want to compare that too much i know some people who are like it objectively makes it worse eh. i mean it cheapens some of the stuff that happens in it but like you can't. Ex- from, yeah, from I, don't, stand- I wouldn't from expect it. From a standalone it. like viewpoint, yeah. though, I have no. I know nobody who has a problem with like the the story. Yeah, the just if you're just talking about the movie itself, not comparing it to the stage, which is kind of more what I want to do. Yeah, that's um, what I was planning on doing because I've never seen the stage play on yeah. like performed. I've only heard the music from it. But uh, I really like the movie. I like most of the cast quite a bit. I actually like Anthony Ramos more as uh, Usnavi than Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh yeah, no, I I love I love him mm-hmm. as Usnavi way more again. Than and Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda, freaking talented. He could write music. Very talented man. Like nobody's business. Business, but he's really not the greatest singer. <laughs> um, yeah. So I really actually like was a big fan of that. I like a lot of the songs in this just to listen to actually more than listening to the musical soundtrack, like the Broadway musical soundtrack. Mm, yeah. Um, I think for the most part, this movie is really visually interesting. Even even during dialogue, I liked the visuals. Um, I think it's got a really fun vibe for it. Like, it, it really captures that kind of New York summer feeling. <laughs> I suppose. And Coming uh, from someone who's never been yeah, to New exactly. York during summer. Exactly. <laughs> or at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. Like, I just really, really liked the songs. The choreography was great. I liked most of the acting. Like, I gave this four... I do have some problems with it, with the pacing and with some of the direction and editing, similar to Robbie. Yeah. But for me, it wasn't as big of a deal. I think I gave it a solid four. I wanted to give it a four and a half, but I just don't think I could personally give it that four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could never see giving this above a four. 
Just, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. But I guess we'll get into the main discussion now, Mike. The actual meat. The meat. What do we call it? The meat. Every episode. The meat <laughs> just of change, the podcast. Just change the subject. The the segment. Call it the meat. <laughs> <laughs> just rename the segment the meat yeah i don't know if that gives the wrong impression i don't know on the on the youtube version it's gonna just pop up this little uh, this little cartoon steak <laughs> wow it's gonna smile and say the meat the meat <laughs> like an arby's commercial so micah they're lying my, what what are you talking about they're lying what? I, look, I looked it up, and, and they just say <laughs> oh it goes gosh. back to the first pattern, and you can just attack Thunderbolt Ganon like normal, but it's a lie. Why are you looking at Breath of the Wild cheat codes? Mike? I'm not looking at cheat codes, it's a lie. <laughs> They're lying. Wow. Well, I think maybe we should talk about the movie that we're talking about today instead of your Breath of the Wild troubles. <laughs> Um, nah. <laughs> so we should do a Breath of the Wild episode in the podcast. I mean, once I play it, I'll be sure to give my thoughts. <laughs> um. So, Micah, yes. what did what did you think of In the Heights from one specific point of uh, reference? What what specific point of reference? From its songs, baby. Do 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 do. A weird way to lead into it, but uh, so yeah, uh, I actually really, really liked the songs in this. I really liked the cast um, for like singing of the songs to the point that I would probably choose to listen to these, even though they're mixed a little differently. Like you said, when we watched it the second time, they like bass boost every song. <laughs> they literally just like they just took the song, put Anthony Ramos as the as the lead, and then they were like turn up the bass as high as it can go. There's a little bit different production design for it, but I think as like I mean they obviously had to do that for the movie, otherwise it would have been really weird. Um, and like I don't know, I just enjoy listening to a lot of them more this way. And like you said, like for the finale, the intro for the finale, mm-hmm. how sick that like record. A skip lot of into a lot of the, the musical transitions in this are quite good. Yeah, like the record skip into the finale song is so good. Like, and I think the only song I was actually disappointed in is "In the Heights," the opening number. I don't know why. Because that's like my favorite song. Yeah. Like one of my favorite musical songs ever. Ever. It's really good. And in the Broadway opening, it all flows so well. Well, yeah. And then in this, it does not. I don't think I could listen to this one. It's a little clunky, but it's not awful. And they they changed some of the dialogue in, inside the song too and it doesn't work at all it works opinion. it might get, it wouldn't have worked with the old dialogue in the movie oh well, yeah it's because they changed stuff in the show but yes still <laughs> they had to change the dialogue but still get. like it just doesn't flow as well like it just bothers me so much and the fact like where do they cut the song up and it just it it makes me sad it it, it was, I was that's that's the musical number i was most excited about and the heights is my favorite musical number in like the whole soundtrack and I thought it was the most disappointing out of any of the thing. Honestly, I I, I strongly disagree. <laughs> I I think the this the intro we got was a great intro for the movie itself. Like obviously they had to change some things for like it's not on the stage anymore and they reference the stage like twice in the song or something. Yeah, but it's worse now. Wow. I don't know. Like, sure. Like I said, the transitions between sections are clunkier, 
but it's also introducing us to a lot more information than the stage one is, you know? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse subjectively. Uh, what do you think was your was your favorite song in it? Favorite song? To keep song, in the song. Just, um, like in total, not, not just lyrically, but like for the movie standard. Like my favorite musical number. Yeah, your favorite okay. musical number. I was number. about to say, there's a difference between favorite song and favorite musical number. Um, I might have to go with 96,000. Probably. Probably 96,000. It's really good. Would Either that or the finale, maybe. Finale? Really? Or the Abuela's song. I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it. I never remember it's the a, name of it. If I, can, if, I was about to say, if, if I could, if I'd not butcher Spanish <laughs> oh for a second. <laughs> you, need to, you need to learn some foreign languages, Mike. <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I can pronounce it, but I'm always so nervous to it. I'm like, I see. You, you just have to jump into it <laughs> never look back but yes no that one is really good too especially like in the movie the i uh, like dang the cinematography in the that, production and, design and that and, song and that song and, looks and amazing is so good yeah. i think that is where it looks the best in the whole movie probably I, I would either say 96,000 or that probably are the best looking sections of the whole movie. Because, see, you know, I like 96,000, but I'm really not that big of a fan, of, like, on a personal level of just, like, the in-the-pool choreography. I've never been a big really? fan of in-the-pool choreography. Aww, I think it's cool. I like it when they go underwater, Micah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was cool, but just, like, the like the splashing around, even during um, even during Sonny's part of the song, you can barely see Sonny because oh they're splashing gosh. so much. Is, is that why you don't like the... Uh, party scene from La La Land, Micah? No, that's definitely Too why. much splashing. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. I love that scene. <laughs> Too much splashy, well, not enough flashing. Obviously, the best song in the whole musical, though, is Paragua. Uh, it's objective. Objectively it's, the best. I mean, look, I don't think so. Look, it's the only one with just Lynn manuel Miranda's name on it, so it must be the best. It must be the best one. I see. Um, that's... Um, no, I think my favorite song, like my favorite numbers in it would probably be 96,000 or Pienza. <laughs> See, I messed Pacienza. it up. Pacienza. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, I, I just try not to say it because okay. I feel like I'm going to mess it up. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, those are probably the three best though. The finale. Uh, yeah, no, they are. Well, I just wish the finale had a bit more like actually, like it, if it was actually a musical number, you know, yeah, like it's, it's only it's only a musical. It's number. only a musical number for like forty seconds. At the end. <laughs> um, I really liked like just some honorable mentions though. I really like Benny's Dispatch. Uh, Breathe, Breathe. Is good. Um, yeah. Blackout is a fun song. I'm still not a fan of Blackout. I didn't like it in this in the stage version. I still don't like this one either. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the blackout plot point either. I don't like I don't like the way it goes about catalyzing its third act. But that that that's just a qualm I have with the musical <laughs> in general. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it works a little less well in the in the movie. But again, I don't really want to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We haven't seen it, but. I, I've just never been a fan of the blackout plot point in general. All right, but. so uh, what do you think of the blackout plot point? <laughs> oh <my laughs> to, to move on to another question. I just think it's kind of a weird way to catalyze conflict amongst everyone. I think I think the reason I don't think it works 
that great here. Um, it just feels like weak sauce is, every time it happens. Is that they don't they don't build around it very well. Like they're yeah. not building the conflict to have anything to do with the blackout. So you're building up conflict and conflict, blah blah blah, all your different characters and plot points. And it just feels and like a... black like we black out. And and that could work, but it, it does feel like a little bit of like a weak catalyst yeah. for a lot of things. It feels like it should be something more related to what is going on. Like obviously the whole like summer heat thing. I it, it's a thing, but like yeah, and like and obviously like blackouts, the heat, that's all like actual real life stuff. Yeah, no, but, I but just, as a story, I just wish like it was a little more related to what was going on with everyone, you know? Because like yeah, and and like why why should that even personally affect Usnavi? Like it it doesn't in the show, <laughs> like in the like in the movie, I should say. Um, like Usnavi just he shuts down the store, but that doesn't even seem to affect. Him I know, too right? Much. <laughs> it was just like Which I thought right. they were like super tight on money. I know, right? Like in the show, they're always like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna close. We gotta close our doors." <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really interesting, though. I, I thought about this because like he's ju- he just bought theoretically the bar in Puerto Rico, right? Mm-hmm. He's got the store. I thought it was in the Dominican Republic. I mean, the why do I always <laughs> think it's Puerto Rico when it's the Dominican I, Republic? I, don't know, I always think of Puerto Rico first. I don't know, um, I don't know why, Micah. I uh, can't explain why. <laughs> anyway, yes, he just bought the, the, the bar in the Dominican Republic. Yes. He's got the store. A line in the song 96,000, I think he's like, it, it, it would take like half to get me out of financial ruin. But then when mm-hmm. he gets the 96,000, <laughs> he gives it all the sunny and still is like, yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was like, it's it's not a quab. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <sighs> like, but yeah, it does. It does like tie into the whole like in the blackout thing. Like it, and because they spend so little time really in the blackout. Yeah. Like I, I always thought that was weird. Did did they shorten the blackout song? Because I remember it being longer in like the. I think they might have stage one. Um, I don't know. They might have. But they do the, Carnaval del Barrio. Yeah. Um, and then they go from that, immediately to, Nina and Benny's song after the blackout. Yeah. Like and it's been like it cuts to like thirty days since blackout or something. It's weird. I don't know. A lot of the stuff right around the middle of this movie, I think, is really odd. Just because they had to include stuff from the stage play. And, like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like it flows all that well as a yeah, movie. Yeah, I think, I think that section from, um, even from the beginning of the dinner mm-hmm. um, between all of them. I don't know. The dinner scene's pretty good. Well, the dinner scene's good, but, but, yeah. um, but like, yeah, from like, the dinner to the switch after the like after the blackout to Benny and Nina's song um the one they dance on the uh-huh, set of the yeah, building yeah. on um that i think is the worst paced section of the whole movie yeah it feels really um, weird really choppy like and especially that jump because like the blackout's like this big thing this big culmination of stuff and then that cut from no blackout like from blackout to no blackout power wise and like nothing happened like Nobody's like, yeah, we got power back. Everybody's just kind of like, yep. Oh, I yep, sure wish we, like, and Nina's like, I sure wish we, like, if she hadn't said that, I wish we were still in the blackout thing, I would I would have been like, what? <laughs> because, like, in the movie, they just don't do anything with that. Like, the blackout just kind of. 
Yeah, they had they had a lot more time. Out. They had a lot more time to actually deal with the consequences of it in the well, I'm assuming in the stage play. <laughs> it is considerably longer than this. Yeah, um, like and this is long. Like I don't know, it just is a really weird thing because then all of the conflict too just seems kind of lessened. So you go from this like it like to that dinner, you you got like a lot of very high tensions, mm-hmm. quite a quite big stakes playing into it. Heck, during the blackout, Abuela dies. Yes. Um, and like then, just once the blackout's ended, you just kind of feel like okay, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's why I've. That's why I brought it up. I don't think it's like a detrimental thing. I didn't mean for it to go, like, a discussion for it to go on this long, but, like, yeah. Well, well no, I do think, like, that section of mo- pacing in the movie yeah, no. is one of the worst parts of the It is of one the of movie. the worst paced sections of it. I was like, okay, uh, what's going on The here? transition from, like, I guess the end of the second act to the third act yeah. is just really It's really rough. clunky, yeah. And you feel like you drop a lot of the weight, at least, of a lot of the conflict. Yeah, I don't know. That's why. That's part of the reason I've never. That's part of the reason I was always more of a Hamilton guy. Is just because it's so clearly a story about like, well, essentially two guys. I was gonna say one guy, <laughs> but like, it's it's a very it's a very focused story. Very yeah. focused. Whereas in the heights, in the heights is very is a very opposite in concept. Yeah, and like it's supposed to be like all of the people's stories and dreams say, on like in the heights. It's supposed to be about all of the dreams <laughs> in the heights. Yes, and in even the movie doesn't really have time to deal with really anybody no. else's but Benny, Nina, and uh, Usnavi and Vanessa. Yeah, like that's really all it has time to deal with. <laughs> I, which I mean, I'm glad it focused it cracked down more on just a few like the main uh, quartet. As it were. <laughs> I don't know what four people is called. I was gonna say like quattro, but that's just four. <laughs> Quintuplet. Quintuplet. <laughs> I don't think that's it. It doesn't matter. I'm just glad it. I'm glad it focused more on just a few characters rather than trying to tackle an entire section of New York. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get that, and and I think it, I think it could work, but I think they would have had to make like, and I think it does work, but I'm saying I think it could have worked better, yeah, if they had cracked down a little bit more on the musical, like structure, actually reworked more things, yeah. Which, I mean, I know a lot of people didn't really want them to change stuff, but I think, but I mean, it is a changing of medium. You yeah, to... I wish, I wish they would have adapted it a little better rather than. Because, see, like, something like, um, I'm trying to think of a good example of a stage play that went to a movie and is actually good. Um, Into the Woods. Oh, my gosh. That is... Featuring James Corden. That Ruby. is awful. That is so bad. Like, it's not good. I mean, um, I don't know. I, not, I'm many, sh- not many musicals. Yeah, I'm sure there's a... movies and do that well. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably a good example, but I can't think of one right now. But, you know, I I just wish they would have changed a few more things around to make it fit a movie better and to make the runtime feel a bit lighter. Not necessarily even make it shorter, just make it feel a little lighter. because you feel this runtime in this one. And and it's done on purpose with the blackout because it's supposed to kind of... 
like stop everything dead. Yes. But it ends up stopping your momentum dead while you're watching it. Yeah, I was about to say I that's when I'm the most actively bored watching this movie is right right around the blackout. And like even during the uh, club scene, I'm like, okay, but yeah. who cares? Like, yeah. I mean, the choreography is cool. I was actually kind of but... disappointed in the club scene. Because I know. It doesn't really. It's not really doing much for me, and I like the club song. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it was weird. I I was like that's honestly my least favorite part of this whole movie is just that section that chunk. Yeah. But obviously, uh, Pacencia y Fe is in that section, so I I do Which like is that. Like incredible. Yeah, Again, it's a great it's, great musical. I think, number. I think I would cite that as the best part of the whole movie. That musical number. Yeah. No. The oh um, my gosh, the lighting in that is so good. And it's in the middle of just like this really kind of mid chunk of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we, we've been on this for too long. Um, well, uh, it's your turn to ask a question. What, oh, darn it. Um, what do you think of uh, the performances in this, Micah? Or just the cast in general? Because uh, um, they recast Usnavi, which we already stated. Yeah, I really, we do I enjoy really love the cast of Usnavi. I really like Sunny. I really like Nina and Benny. I think the only person I really don't <laughs> like, and it may just be part of the root like i just because, because you hate women like, Micah. yes <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why but i think it's partly because i've never liked vanessa as a character in general but oh. i felt like the the girl who plays vanessa's performance was kind of weird like like i don't know i i could have been direction it could have been a choice yeah it could have been just bad direction because i was gonna cite i i just honestly don't like her performance in this i that's i think i would cite her as part of the reason i stuttered around for like 30 seconds i would cite her as part of the reason i don't think the emotional beats hit me as well as they probably should yeah like like that's the thing like none of her none of her emotional but, side of things really come through for me yeah i was about to say her performance just feels a little stilted and i'm not sure why yeah neither am i because like in practice like when i'm watched when i watched the movie like like on the second watch i paid specific like close attention to her because in the first time i watched i was like i didn't really like her performance that much and this time i was like okay why 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 don't i like it <laughs> and like beyond the first song uh, i i think she emotes pretty well and like i i don't i don't have any like i can't figure out why i feel like her overall performance didn't feel as emotional as I don't know. as hardly anybody else I, I don't know. I just, I, I wish I had, I like, I, when we went into this episode, I'm like, this might be the least qualified I've ever been to talk about a movie, just because I really don't know how I feel about it that well. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, because I've never been a big fan of Vanessa's, like, side of things. I never really, really? cared that much. Vanessa was one of my favorite characters going into, like, when I first listened through the... Hmm musical but i i just didn't i, I, I never didn't... i've never really liked her songs and i've wow. never really liked her character that much more of a more of a nina guy Micah. much more of a nina guy. more of a benny guy much Micah. more of a benny guy <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but like nina and benny are great that's true they are <laughs> but yeah i don't know like and i think especially in the club it kind of like shows in the club like kind of if that makes sense because like i i have no real connection i never feel like vanessa actually even cares about usnavi yeah i don't know it's weird i i still am not sure why it's weird but it's weird one day i'll one day, one I'll day figure we'll it figure out. it out we'll get we'll get to you on the good we'll, film criticism we'll retro, one day. yeah we'll, we'll just we're like yeah that that's kind of a weird choice right i'm sure we'll be able to figure out why it's bad soon uh we, we'll be sure to stay tuned <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, um gosh, what's another good question? Uh well, that's a good question, Mike. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention though, I do I do really like Sonny's performance in this Sonny. too. He was he was a highlight yeah. for me. Yeah, he's pretty um, yeah, like it, it, pretty good. <laughs> another character where I like their performance song wise in this over the like over the Broadway musical. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like Sonny, yeah, Sonny was really a highlight of the whole movie for me. I think he had some of the most energy out of any of like the characters. Most on screen energy, Micah. Yeah. Is that what you want? <laughs> I mean, Anthony Ramos has a bit, a certain amount of charisma to him, but obviously, no, yeah, yeah, like. I was just saying, like. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I think that's one of the things that this movie ha- does really well is if you get like a group of the cast together in a scene, they usually have pretty darn good energy off of each other. Yeah. Like, they feel, it feels pretty natural for the most part, except for kind of Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, one thing that was kind of odd, it got me really nostalgic for my uh, childhood, the the first time I watched this movie. Same, actually. <laughs> but maybe that's because we grew up around a bunch of families from the Bronx I was about to say, we, we grew up <laughs> around a bunch of Puerto Ricans who were from the Bronx, is probably why, but yeah. No, I'm Dan. Like, that I, was literally our child. <laughs> yeah, I miss them. Man, yeah. Hey, if you, guys, if you guys are listening to this. I miss the food, too. Hey, I, I no, I still don't like Puerto Rican food. Man, you're missing out. I don't get it. That's I don't get it's it. At. I don't get it, man. The flavor palette, I it's just never so good. I never liked it. Uh, yeah, no. But this, anyway. this movie made like us like strangely nostalgic for for not having any like Latino background or being. I know, right? From New York, we are not from New York. We've never even been to New York. We haven't even visited Puerto Rico. I don't know why. I mean, we did grow up like our main friend group when we were growing up was mostly Puerto Ricans from New York. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's, if you think it's about just it, kinda weird it's just kind of odd that, that this, we got this very movie, nostalgic this from this movie. movie. Made me <laughs> yeah, no, I just it was. Just just something to point out a personal bias maybe you could say yeah. but i just wanted to address it um um i haven't asked yet what's your favorite like non-musical scene if you had to, if you had to pick one non-musical scene like if you had to pick a favorite scene that's not a musical i number. gotta think like i gotta think of those scenes because okay. most of the dialogue scenes i can think of usually lead directly into songs well, I mean, you could pick one of those if you want. <laughs> um, I really like a lot of just, like, the conversations between Nina and Benny. I think they really, like, they were a really big highlight of the movie in terms of performance and They writing. do, yeah, they do have a fun dynamic in this. Unfortunately, they, like, I think at least one of their songs is completely cut out. Yeah, and, Sunrise. Like, I was so upset. That was like one of my favorite songs from the stage play. They don't, they they don't even they don't even get slip. as much screen time as I like because Benny's always been one of my favorite characters just in general. Um, and then like pretty much anything with Nina. I think Nina is really honestly a big highlight of this movie oh, overall. Yeah, no. I, the, honestly, Nina snobby. Nina I would say Sunny. I would say Nina honestly might be the best handled arc in the movie. Yeah. Like I mean obviously Usnavi's is pretty well handled. I think I, that's the core of this movie. Yeah, the core and of the movie is I think it's pretty Usnavi. I think it's pretty good, but I think Nina's is probably the best adapted one to yeah. fit into the movie. Like and and honestly, I feel like Nina kind of overshadows Usnavi a lot <laughs> of the time in this movie. Like she, like her her story is just so much more compelling in the movie, like than 
Usnavi wanting to go to the Dominican Republic. Can't wait, can't wait to go to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> like she's got a very like personal, heartfelt story that has to do with like racism and systematic oppression. Yeah, I was <laughs> and and yeah. like and like Usnavi's like mm, Dominican Republic mm. best days of my life. Best days of my. <laughs> wow. Like yeah, I don't know. Like you could have made this movie about like. Nina, Benny, and Sonny, and I probably would have been like, yeah, I probably yeah. would have been like, yeah, Usnavi's over there doing whatever. Yeah, he's doing whatever. He's he's got his bodega. <laughs> got the he's got the storage. Sure, he's poor or something like that. Yeah, sure, he's poor, but at least he's got the store. I guess something about legacy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a Lin Manuel Miranda musical. Something about legacy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, what do you think of, like, the whole legacy thing? Because it's a big thing, like, for Lin-Manuel Miranda, and it's a big thing, like, it's kind of what the stage musical is about. Like, it's all about the legacy of, in, like, League of the They left for me. <laughs> but, um... I was gonna sing the songs. I feel like legacy is, like, mentioned in the finale of this, too. Like, he's like, oh, the legacy of all these people. But I feel like it it's very weirdly done in the movie just because i mean it's it it is pretty plain that like that's the reason he stays is because uh, to yeah, like to where, help preserve where, the legacy yeah it's where yeah as much as dominican republic had his people in the heights was his people <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no that's the whole message of the movie which is I, it's a very sweet message yeah <laughs> very <laughs> just have the sweet message disclaimer <laughs> it's a very sweet message but like i feel like that kind of thing was again weirdly done i mean just it, it because... just it just feels kind of like it, it, i don't it's know that, how to explain that, it's it. that vibe that this whole movie has yeah where it just feels kind of tacked on because not tacked on necessarily but like it just feels weaker it, everything kind of feels watered down compared to the musical just because it didn't have enough time for it except for the musical numbers which are amazing <laughs> they are quite good yes and that's that's the really hard thing about this yeah movie that's what's too. so tough like i hard to dude, talk about especially because if it was just like if you just cut out all the dialogue scenes and just did all of the musical numbers back to back I would probably rate this higher, just, like, not as a film, obviously, like, just as, like, the musical numbers adapted from the stage play. Yeah, like, it's, I it's, love it's really hard to talk about because the musical numbers are so prevalent in the movie. They are the highlight of the movie, mm -hmm. but they're so much better than most <laughs> other things in this movie <laughs> that, it that, like, you end up, you, you talk about something else other than the musical numbers and you're just kind of like, yeah, it's... It's just kind of eh, that's, feeling. That's why I kind of. That's why I bumped it down from a four. I think is just because every time I, they're not singing, I'm just like, wow, this is just not. It's not that even bad. Great. Yeah, no, it's not bad. It's just not that great compared. Yeah, like, and you have so much visual momentum. You have so much like. Obviously, yeah. just musical momentum. You have so much going in. Yeah, playing the score's in, really good visually score wise the actors are doing amazing even like vanessa during her songs does an amazing yeah, job yeah no she's great um and like all of that comes in and like the songs are just so like yeah the songs <laughs> and then like you go after the songs and you're just kind of like okay yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> 
Um, though, <laughs> yeah. though it did make me think of two things that I did want to bring up. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Because I know you mentioned this uh, the other day. What do you think of the editing? Um, I just... Okay. <laughs> well, you see, I'm not a huge fan of the editing. And this is coming from a guy... I, I, would, I would not cite myself as a professional editor at any standard. Technically speaking, you do get paid to edit videos. I, I do edit as a profession, but not in a narrative sense. So yeah. I do not have, I'm not qualified to fully critique this as an editor, but I just think the way they cut in a lot of the scenes just makes it feel really clunky. And I've used, I've used clunky so many times. I just feel like that's <laughs> the best way to sum up how the dialogue scenes feel in comparison to the musical numbers, which even in the musical numbers, I'm not crazy about how they shoot it a lot of the time. Yeah. But like the song, that's the thing. The music is just so freaking good from like just the word go. Just day because, one. Like, yeah, I was about to say, the music incredible. is amazing. <laughs> so it's kind of hard. Like, and the choreography is really good too. I'm just not a fan of the stuff they choose to show a lot of the times, like just the way they cover a lot of the scenes that they do, especially like indoor dialogue scenes, I think just feel really odd in like oddly claustrophobic a lot of the times. Yeah. Which again could be a lot of the choice, like, like, a you know, like our mom even mentioned uh, while we were talking about this beforehand, like before the podcast, Mm -hmm. because we were talking about some interesting things like New York being kind of gray feeling and things being kind of claustrophobic. (sighs) And she's like, well, that's because New York's kind of gray and it's really tight in space. (laughs) Yeah, it it feels like an odd thing to make Usnavi stay here when we're like kind of uncomfortable in a lot of the scenes. Yeah, I think I think I think the thing is it comes down to the filmmaking, not yeah. the actual space itself. Because be, yeah, you no. can have the tiny oh space, you can, you can have, have the gray, but you it it's filmed like you're supposed to be uncomfortable. Micah, you can have a three foot wide room and shoot it like it's like a freaking auditorium. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big your space is. Yeah, like like kind of that kind of and it's not as extreme obviously but it reminds me of like um Les Mis the way they shoot it in Tom Hooper's, <laughs> Tom Les, Hooper's Mis. Les Mis or even in Cats the way they film spaces in those movies is very jarring and claustrophobic and you feel very uncomfortable in the spaces yeah and it's obviously not as extreme yeah as both that. of those are very extreme cases where they're trying to make yeah, you feel that way i was about to say it's supposed to feel but, kind um, of claustrophobic but those. you kind of get that vibe from just the way it's shot not even not even like the production stuff in it or the characters or anything yeah but just the from from the very way that a lot of the dialogue scenes are shot I, I wish the cinematography had a bit more of a say, like a bit more of a voice in this. It just feels like functional. It doesn't even feel that functional, but it feels functional. <laughs> not, it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. But man, it looks darn good in Abuela's song. That's true. It does look good, but that's mostly the lighting, my kids. <laughs> I think I think that song is yeah. Like I, I've said it like twice, but like it's just peak everything in. in the yeah, movie. no, that's that's when it's that's when it's at its best. Peak lighting, editing, cinematography. Uh, songs i don't know the song is amazing yeah i I don't know it's good like in reference to the editing though it's just most of the time kind of clunky yeah and it is weird too i know i said i didn't want to compare to the musical that much but that is like that's a song they can they change completely to bring over until like they they keep it similar sound and everything but like they change its use in the musical Mm -hmm. completely yeah 
and and that's really interesting and i don't know how i feel about that. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i want to i want to like revisit this after i've seen the musical like the stage version I, man and it's actually kind of interesting because one of those families that was from the bronx uh the, that the, we mentioned earlier yeah. yeah that we mentioned earlier uh their mom did a stage version yeah she of was in the Heights, she was one of the hairdressers and i would have loved to see it and we never went to it <laughs> that would have rocked man we were a little young I yeah think, we were a little but... young for in the Heights. <laughs> but um it would have been cool it would have been true. cool but yeah um is there any other big things you wanted uh, to bring i was up? gonna actually mention that i really like the score of the movie yeah. beyond just the musical numbers. i mean i kind of i kind of said that before that it had a good score but like obviously like, i didn't elaborate on that like i really like a lot of times they use a lot of musical motifs not even just from the like the normal musical soundtrack but they make some of their own motifs throughout the movie that they, they use oh i didn't notice any original motifs but there might have been i wasn't paying that close of attention and like i don't know like it gives it gives the the movie which a lot of times isn't shot the nicest a very nice vibe where you're mm-hmm. going you feel very outside anyway outside you feel very <laughs> at home when the way they shoot it and the way they yeah. use the music you feel very relaxed you feel very like yeah you're like yeah this is i want this. like a, i want like a sitcom with uh the in the heights like motifs as the scene transitions <laughs> that it'd one would be very very pleasant i love that one that they used in the finale the one that's like the the doom doom Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! No, that and they is... use that throughout, oh, and I gosh. love that motif. It has such a cool sound in the movie soundtrack. <laughs> like in the in the show, it always sounded kind of odd. I thought, but like it because sounds... they bass boost the they, show, they bass boost it. it sounds I'm like, like you're just like ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's the thing. I just absolutely adore the music from this and everything else. I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I think overall, like, when you're watching the musical, I don't think it really is, like, the when you're watching it just blank, the only thing you really get from it is that it feels a little long. Yeah. Um, and, like, if you weren't paying that close of attention, if you weren't trying to figure Excuse out me. why it feels so weirdly paced in there, I think it would come down to, like, it's just, like, a fun movie. And I think it is. It like, is. It's no. a, I give it four stars. I think it's, like, a genuinely really fun movie. It's got some really great stuff. I would have loved mm-hmm. to see it in theaters. Um, it's got some amazing songs, some amazing set pieces for its songs. The finale is so fun, too. And, like... So it's a it's a heartwarming finale. I, I feel like I feel like it plays into like a lot of how I feel about a lot of movies that have released in 2021, though, <laughs> that or... they feel underwhelming in a way. Like if you look at my top three from 2021, I'm like, yeah, those movies. And then I'm just also kind of like, yeah, yeah, like I feel like we had like out of my top three, they all kind of had this. They all have this really weird vibe where they're hitting a lot really well. Like, like even Luca, like the what we just watched. We might do that on next the week, the animation know. and the vibes and the characters yeah. and everything that they have hit really well. But it's kind of undertoned by the story being kind of weak. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, we haven't. I haven't run across a movie from this year that I've thought is like a masterpiece or anything. It's just all of the ones that I really have liked from this year just have like one thing that like kind of holds them back from being great and it's just it's kind of sad and I think I think if you had to sum this up in one thing being 
holding this movie back, I would say the adaptation. Yeah, it is. Um, because, it, and, and I know that's like stupid for a lot of people <laughs> who are like, oh, why are you comparing? And I'm not even saying from a comparing standpoint. I'm saying from the fact that they pulled it over that some of the elements feel very choppy just because they're not written directly for the movie. You know? Yeah, it just, they, it they feels... They could have reworked it more to make yeah. it feel much more natural in a movie. Yeah, I, and it, I think it did do this well. I was going to say I wish it was more of a like spiritual adaptation of In the Heights rather than like a direct adaptation of which In the it, Heights. Which it does. Which it does. In, yeah, in it does do ways. that in a lot of ways because it changes a lot from the stage play. But yeah. like... I wish it was almost more that. Like, it would have maybe dropped more elements for the benefit of the movie, not necessarily just to drop Yeah, and I, and I think, honestly, you, like, you... And, again, this would be a lot from the movie standpoint yeah, yeah. if you completely reworked some of the soundtrack. Because a lot of the stuff in this is built around the soundtrack. Because yeah. the soundtrack is so good. And I feel like if you sat Lin-Manuel Miranda and some of the writers <laughs> down, you could have reworked a lot of the songs even more so. Because I think some of the reworkings they have to even fit around the movie, like I was saying in the opening number for In the Heights, feel clunky. They don't feel... And then you have the entire movie that they're kind of just working around the story that's in the songs. Yeah. I don't know. It's odd. <laughs> it's an odd movie, I should Again, say. Again, the best instance of them taking a song and adapting it to fit what they <laughs> wanted to in the movie would be Abuela's song that is used in a completely different way but works really, really well in the movie. <laughs> yes. But yeah, are you are you ready to get into closing thoughts, Micah? Any other big things? Yeah, I can't really think. I mean, I think I think you give this movie a little less on its color than I think it has. Like, I really like its use of color. I think it stays pretty bright for the most part, like saturation wise. And even when it's I mean, inside in certain locations, it feels very natural for its coloring for me. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't like. I wasn't like saying like, oh, this is the worst use of color I've ever like, seen. Like I never, I never thought it looked gray. I mean, but like, I don't know. It it wasn't like a huge thing for me. It wasn't that wasn't what was holding it back from being. Yeah, good. I just I just wanted to mention like I thought the colors in this were actually like I thought visually this movie besides its cinematography during like a lot of its dialogue scenes I think visually this movie really pops. Huh? Well, that's your opinion. I I don't think it does. <laughs> But yeah, that's just me. I don't know. But let, let's get into our closing thoughts. Let's wrap this up. All right. All righty. Um, so I guess I should sum it up since you were talking for, I, I, I don't know. You were the last one to say something, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> so I will start. Um, to sum up my thoughts on In the Heights, uh, I think it is a musically great, but very kind of clunky movie Um that's an adaptation of a very good Broadway show. <laughs> um, I, but then again, like I said, I've never been the biggest fan of the show. Um, I, this does remedy a few of the problems I had with it, of it just kind of being unfocused, but it doesn't totally remedy them, uh, just because it is also kind of unfocused, <laughs> just lesser, um, which I think is a bit to its detriment as a movie. Um, but it has a sweet third act, um, a lot of good musical numbers, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably fondly remember it as one of the one of my favorites from this year, twenty twenty one. What about you, Micah? For me, um, yeah, I think 
I, I think I have this as my favorite from 2021 so far, Ooh, and I think I would stick with that. Spicy. Like, <laughs> like I really, really enjoyed this movie, even yeah. though it has some interesting stuff in it. Like pacing wise, you definitely feel that transition to the second and third act, like we mentioned a lot. Yeah. Um, but like it's just so endearing to me. I really think the cast does a great job, and the songs are great. And at the end of the day, that and just like the vibe you get from the movie, I think really becomes just in the heights, you know? Yeah. Like, even if it has some really sloppy stuff here and there, at the end of the day, it gets that. The cast, the songs, and just, like, the aesthetic and vibe, even no, from yeah, the no. score. It fe- like, like I said, Micah, it feels like in the heights. And yeah. I, I don't even like in the heights, and I admire it for that. It feels like the show. And I really just enjoy that, especially from somebody who's never had an opportunity to go see the show, even though I've been such a like, huge fan of the uh-huh. musical soundtrack. Yeah. And I just really like it for what it is. And I know most people I know who have... Uh, watched this who never had listened to the soundtrack or anything or seen the musical really love the movie and i think that's great because i do think it's a really well done movie i think it's a lot of fun i think it's visually exciting and even though you don't <laughs> I, I just really think it's kind of bland like <laughs> well the cinematography bland. is bland yeah the cinematography is bland throughout even even yeah. the songs yeah but um like, I don't know, like, this is just, it's it's kind of, and maybe it's nostalgic, because it, it really is a nostalgic movie for me. Um, yeah. And it just kind of blends together into being something that I really think of fondly. And even when I watch it, I may tune out for a bit here and there, but it really is just, like, it's just a, a good feelings. <laughs> wow. Comfort film, Micah? Yeah, it's much more of a comfort film than than anything else that's come out this year for me. I see. I would I would cite Mitchell's versus the machines as more of a comfort film for me. See, and I never got that. Yeah. From Mitchell's and the Mach- versus the machines. Well, maybe it's because you have no taste, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess if that's the, the end of that, I um, actually have another comment. Okay. I figured out what I was doing wrong against uh, oh electric gosh. cannon. No. I was using a metal shield to block. And metal oh my gosh, conducts electricity. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, the electricity was still affecting me against. Yeah. You didn't even think about that. I didn't think about wow. it. Wow. That most, would have been my first thought. It was my most powerful shield, so. But yeah, I figured it out. So. Maybe maybe I just used too much real world logic in video games because that would have been the first thing I thought of. I was like, what, <laughs> no, what do I have no. on me that's if metal? I, if I was smart, I would have thought about that because metal, like especially in mm-hmm. getting into this divine beast, like metal and <laughs> wow. electricity is a really important factor. Wow. And I didn't even think about it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're not even talking about in the heights anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we just did our close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get into our final segment, wrap this up. Uh, we're going to do uh, what we watched. Which I don't think we've watched much, but yeah. yeah. Oh, freeze. Hey, hey you owe me a, a bottle, bottle of cold champagne. champagne. Are you moving? <laughs> Just a little credit check and I'm on that downtown train. <laughs> well, your coffee's on the house. Okay. okay. Usnavi Esker out. No, no way. <laughs> well, see you later. So... Smooth operator. Oh, dang, there she goes. Yo, bro, take five. Take a walk outside. You look exhausted, lost. Don't let life slide. The whole hood is struggling. Your times are tight, and yet you're stuck to this corner like a street light. Oh, my gosh. Fine, I won't, I won't finish the number. No, don't do it. Like, don't torture the people. I could do the whole song. I know. 
anyone who has been in musical theory theater could do the whole song my God. hey that's not true it's the rule hey i i got to when we were performing uh one time on the like we like we were setting up on the stage they turned they were testing the lights for the first time and when they turned <laughs> up the up. lights i was like lights up and watching tonight's about the brick of oh my gosh <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 go over what we watched in the past week. Yeah, uh, starting on, from the fifteenth. Right? Yeah, starting from uh, June fifteenth or fourteenth. I don't know. No, whichever. We, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I mean, I watched this after we did the podcast. After we did the episode, though. Yeah. Because yeah, I think. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. We didn't. Yes. We didn't put it. I did. Out. I did it while I was we editing the. Podcast. It, we didn't put it out on the fourteenth. Like I did, did it we? while I was putting out the, while I was editing the podcast. From yeah, which means week. it wasn't in last podcast. Yeah, exactly. Which that's is what, what I saying. was asking. No, that's that's what I was saying. Well, then to say the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While I was editing last week's episode, I watched Scanners. I was working like an like a like an honest worker. Wow, I don't I, you're, you don't call the podcast work, Micah. <laughs> we've made like two bucks. Okay. Actually, we've I think we've made like five bucks now. Oh. But, I mean, we've rented movies that are worth more than that, so we really lost money on this deal. Um, but, yeah, uh, Scanners. Uh, David Cronenberg, uh, uh, 1981. Uh, one of my favorites from the 80s, actually, believe it or not. Not not perfect, not great, really, by by anyone's standards. I wasn't a big fan of it when I watched it I, before. I really liked it on a rewatch. It's... Actually, it it was a lot more disturbing this time around. <laughs> um, but I mean, I feel like that was just me not being on edge uh, watching an R-rated movie with my mom. <laughs> like, I don't know what the heck's going to be in this. Please don't let it be <laughs> super hey, edgy. I like, I like to think it increased the watching of Eraserhead for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At like 2 a.m. with my mom for the first time ever turning it on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Scanners, David Cronenberg. I do recommend it. Um, it's very obviously... An inspiration for stranger things um i i said i said it was the stranger things uh prequel and i could stand by that you could make a fan theory (laughs) you really could it really it really could be a stranger things prequel so if you're in if you're into that sort of thing uh go check it out it has some great like fantastic practical effects in it indeed so yeah i really enjoyed it four out of five all right so on the 15th um (laughs) I think that's the next movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched Invisible Man, rewatched Invisible Man. I was working at the time, I think, if I recall. Yeah, we were both working on stuff. I think um, I, I don't remember what I was doing. I was uh, rewriting my script. That's how good for, the movie for, was, my guy. I, I was, don't even I was rewriting my script for the video that has to come out like in this next week <laughs> that I'm going to work on today. <laughs> Mikey, you uh, could see the man. But The Invisible Man um, <laughs> is still pretty pretty well made. This was a rewatch. It's yes. still pretty well made, but I really, really dislike it still from like a screenplay standpoint i i just don't like the story which i get that i i can see not liking it for that reason like honestly i think that's honestly it's like its biggest weakness is its screenplay is just like, kind of like the, weak film, sauce. the filmmaking is a really filmmaking well done. phenomenal i, I like it. i love the sound design the cinematography the visual effects like the mm. cast is incredible i Looks love great. the cast Looks great man um like i 
but I just really hate the story. <laughs> this this movie made me an Elizabeth Moss uh, stan. Elizabeth Moss stan. I almost said Elizabeth the, Moth. The, invis- the invisible moss. <laughs> She's turning into mo- to a, to a moth. By the- oh no, bro. Yeah. What if what if it was like Wilbur or something, and she like not Wilbur. What is the name of that? Charlotte's Web. I, it- I, and she was like a moth. Wow. I almost <laughs> Elizabeth Moth. I almost gave it three and a half this time, but the filmmaking <laughs> is just so solid. I gave it a four still. Yeah. Uh, then we watched on the 16th Box Trolls for the first time. I think the it was. Box I think Trolls it was the movie. only Leica movie we hadn't seen yet. Um, I want to say maybe. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Only Leica movie we hadn't seen. Cool. And I'm, uh, it sure makes sense why it's Leica's least popular. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty. It, it's pretty easily, I think, their weakest. Maybe. Um, it's, did they do Corpse Bride? Yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, no, I would say it's probably their weakest. Yeah, like, I don't even like Hor- Corpse Bride that much or Missing Link. Yeah, but, Missing Link's pretty weak sauce, too. It's pretty mid. <laughs> but, um, like, this is just so forgettable. Like, I didn't like it when I watched it, but I already kind of forgot. <laughs> you know, I said, I said, um... While we were watching it, I'm like, if six-year-old me got his hands on this movie, it would probably be my least favorite movie, you know? <laughs> I, I And the one thing I'll mention is that it's got such a tone problem, it's not oh, it even does. funny. Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's really awful, actually. We go from, like, murder and genocide to, like really weird cheese cheese jokes (laughs) i i don't like it i don't i don't like the energy of this movie yeah i don't like the energy i don't like the cheese energy Uh, that that scene that scene when they sit down and try the cheese i hate that scene that's one of my least favorite scenes in cinema (laughs) well i mean at least nick frost and simon pegg are kind of funny in it yeah, they're they're fun, <laughs> but that's that's about it. I mean, um, the one girl, whoever they got to voice act, uh, for the girl, Winnie. Yeah, yeah, Ellie Fanning. She's pretty good in this. Yeah, she gives a good performance. I just didn't like her character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> character's annoying. I mean, I like that was honestly she. I liked her more than the main character. Dude, what? She's so annoying. She though. is kind of annoying, but who cares? It was better. Know, it was only, better than the only whatever. characters I liked were like Nick Frost <laughs> and <laughs> and um, what's his face? Um, I don't remember the actor's name. Uh, I don't know who you're who you're referencing. Like, um, uh, he voices. Yeah, he voices in Soul. Um, Richard. I don't know how to say Aody? his last name. I don't know. I don't but know yeah, he voices he voices one of the uh, thingamabobs from Soul. Oh, interesting. But yeah, they they were the fun characters for me. <laughs> yeah, no, there I didn't like much about this. I I mean, it was still. I I said here we go. Here's here's my review. Character design and animation are great. Everything else just isn't my wheel of cheese. <laughs> uh, I think I think the best part of the whole movie is the joke with the two of them at the end. <laughs> oh my gosh! About the, the animation. <laughs> just watch this movie so you can fast forward to the end and get like just go to the end. That's uh, that's all you have to do. Just hit play and then you're good to go. <laughs> um, then on the seventeenth. Oh wait, you have. All right, you. Watched, yeah, Micah, I, was work, I was. I was working a lot last. I was about night. to say, Micah, I've been watching a lot of stuff without you. Um, I rewatched uh, the Truman Show. Very good movie. Uh, Peter Weir. I need to watch more of his movies because I really like this one. Um, it's, it re actually Truman Show re-entered my top four after this. My top four favorite films. I hadn't seen it in a while, and uh, I really love it. Definitely my favorite uh, Jim Carrey movie. 
Um, and one of my favorite movies, like ever, it used whoa, to. Whoa, it whoa. used to be my favorite next, movie of all time. The next movie I'm going to talk about should be your favorite Jim oh Carrey movies. <laughs> okay, well, I gave it a five out of five, and then after that, I watched uh, Stay Tuned, which is a, another '90s movie. Dude, you gave that thing three and a half. Which is also TV related, um, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of dumb. I will get. I will say it's kind of dumb. But you it's gave it three. <laughs> okay, this should I cite this as a guilty pleasure movie? My, I, guess, I don't think it's. it's I don't trash. think it's bad. I don't think it's that bad. But like, sure, it's it's stupid. But like, I don't know. I think it's fun. I I've just always I'm a sucker for a good like TV parody. Like a, a parody of a TV show or something, and this has like eighty thousand of them. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's pretty fun. I I like it. It's the emotional center, like the emotional core of the movie is just absolutely like the flimsiest thing on the planet. <laughs> um, but I think it's fun. Then on the seventeenth, uh, yeah, I gave it a three and a half out of five. We watched Horton Hears a Who for the first Horton. time in forever again. Super yeah. nostalgic experience. <laughs> Also, I did not have the nostalgia for this that I was hoping. Oh, dang. It was just kind of dry. Also, uh, I, I put this in my review that uh, me and my girlfriend uh, met doing a production of Seussical, which is mostly based off of the story of Horton it's Hears It's basically a Who. just Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, it draws from, like, tons of Seuss stuff, but... Um, it's mostly just Horton here. Yeah, it's mostly just, it's really just Horton here. <laughs> and we actually we were watching it together when we watched it this time. Whoa. How crazy is that? Um so that was that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> we referenced lines from this movie so much. That's we true. watched this so much as a kid. Yeah, we dang man. I we used to watch this thing all the time. It's what got me into anime. It's what got me into Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey's best, best performance by far. Uh no. I gave it three and a half. <laughs> I gave it a three out of five. Um, then on the 18th, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, oh. Dad Nap. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Disney Channel. That's not what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was like, this was actually like the era of Disney Channel I grew up with mostly. Yeah. And this was like, apparently, I, I didn't watch this when it first came out, but they just <laughs> grabbed actors from like every Disney Channel show that they had running then <laughs> and made a terrible, horrifying movie. <laughs> the bad movie they made the bad movie <laughs> like the, like you look at this and you're like oh it's that guy from that show like every character like is every like that guy go- from that show <laughs> every single actor in this movie <laughs> but like man it was terrible like it was really horribly written and really weirdly done <laughs> and like the i think i think the main character i think she is actually schizophrenic just in the movie canon canon <laughs> wow um i gave it one star oof okay then on the 18th you can now resend your uh whatever you said i think i said like ooh yeah or something like that uh, yeah we watched uh patterson yes. 2016 for the first time first time oh my gosh and it was literally a freaking masterpiece uh i put it in my four favorites i want to watch it again like it might immediately. actually it, i honestly i'm i'm like this close to putting it into my top 20 films i'm so close to it Dude, i loved it so it's, much it's in my top four favorites on letterboxd <laughs> right now it's it's like everything I, I I put this in my review. It's everything I would want to make a movie like, like this is exactly the kind of movie I would want to make, and they have an amazing like relationship in it with like no conflict, which is beautiful. Like it doesn't like relationship drama. I hate in movies. relationship drama in movies, and. <laughs> 
this was amazing. I, More it's of just, this. It's just such a sweet little movie. I don't know. Right? Like, like, it's got good conflict, but it's so small and personal that yeah. it's not, like, it's just such a relaxing... Got me, got me crying. It got me reading poetry. Got What's going laughing, on? Got me like it, it's so good, and it's Adam Driver. It's Adam Driver in what like might be my favorite performance of his. Maybe maybe Logan Lucky would be a close second. His performance but, at Logan Lucky is great. Yeah, but like this one, he shines so much in this. You guys need to watch this. We we originally when we turned this on, we we're like, oh, we'll watch Marriage Story, make it an Adam Driver <laughs> relationship Adam... double feature. But I feel like that would be so horribly tonally opposite that that would be terrible. <laughs> oh man, that would suck. <laughs> Especially ending on Marriage Story. <laughs> I know, right? Um, also, but, oh, I gave Patterson five stars. The dog named Nelly. The the actress. Yeah, the dog known as Nelly. It's the only dog I've ever seen make it on Letterbox. Um. She won a Palm Dog Award at the Cannes Film Festival when this came out, actually. Deserved it. Her performance was amazing. Oh, my God. This is, like, actually... Like the dog actually I'm not even so joking. much. I'm not even joking. This is, like, this is the best performance I've seen from an animal in a movie. Like, that, like that, I, I sound like I I'm joking here, but, like, the dog actually emotes so much. It's so good. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I just wanted to bring that up. Deserves the award. But yeah, no, this has definitely been one of my favorite first watches, like, in a while. I love this movie This and so No Country much. for Old Men in the same month is breaking movies. I gave it a four, <laughs> I gave it a four and a half. I might bump it up on a second watch, but I think it does have a few uh, pacing problems Ooh. near its latter half, Ooh. but that's, that's it. That's Ooh. literally it. <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> Why are you booing me? I'm right. Like... No, you're not. Then on the 18th, also, we watched uh, Luca for the first time. Luca! Which we may do on the podcast last week. Uh, but last like week? I said, I mean, next week. <laughs> we're we're going to travel tap. back in time. <laughs> we're going to go back in time. And do Luca on the podcast last <laughs> we'll week. We'll do it instead of doing. Uh, what did we do? Forever uh, after. No, yeah. we'll do it instead of doing. Uh, why did I just lose the name of it? I, I don't know what you're thinking um, of, Micah. Freebirds. Oh since gosh. I just made a Freebirds reference. Yikes, bro. <laughs> uh, but Luca was a breath of fresh air for Pixar. I'll say that. Just from an animation standpoint and like a story yeah. standpoint. It didn't feel obligated to do the Pixar story. It didn't feel obligated to have the Pixar animation. Um, and it just had such like good vibes. And it was really colorful. Well, there you go. That's really all I ask for from a movie is that it's colorful and well shy. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I have some problems with it, but if we do it on the podcast next week, I'll get into that. But like for now, very much a fan of Luca. All right. I'll just read my short little like one paragraph review. One paragraph. It's like three sentences. Jeez. You wrote like two paragraphs. I wrote like three sentences. Okay. Okay. I said uh, it's not quite as tight as it could be and it doesn't do too much to spice up a plot that we've seen many times before. Many, many times. But its spirit and its message are in the right place. Uh, where it really shines it's in its uh, central trio of characters. Their dynamic really has some magic to it. Which it does. Right, and they do a pretty darn decent job with that stupid plot point that everybody <laughs> always does with the, with the three people and then one person gets jealous. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, I also added it's nice to see a departure from the traditional Pixar animation the style. The animation is so nice. It I really is nice. It does look nice. I like it. And Good. it's not just weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Just Pixar. Pixar always looks the same. Pixar, all the Pixar movies look the same. Even the ones that are very drastically different, like Cars to Ratatouille or something, they look the same. <laughs> but yeah, no. Luca was good. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. Uh, we, you'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, and then we watched In the Heights. 
in the thing. Um, also, big shout out to uh, the Houston Coley uh, Patreon page. If you if you are not a Houston Coley patron, uh, you should go be one so you can go watch the uh, technically unfinished cut of Paradoxical, a short film that he was going to release a little while back. Um, it was quite good. And I can't really talk about it with anyone because no one else has seen it. <laughs> so yeah, go watch Paradoxical on uh, Houston's Patreon. Patron, Patreon. Keep yes. watching, you'll see the late nights. No, my beans God. and rice serves the shaved ice. I won't ever say it twice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go watch Patterson. Go watch Luca. Uh, go watch The Truman Show. Go watch In the Heights. Go watch In the Heights, yeah. Do, do it. it. Try it. See what it's like. See if you have a taste for it. If Scanners sounds like your thing, go watch Scanners. Yeah. <laughs> wow it's kind of boring <laughs> um but yeah we'll see you guys next week adios i get it you said adios uh, uh, uh...